Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee, and thank you for being one of the 4,000 plus subscribers to this eminent substack. And today's piece is called Never Mind the Vaccines. What about the vaccine stocks and what is their price action telling us And there are a lot of charts in today's article, so it's one you may want to be looking at as well as listening to. There's been a discernible change in the narrative over the past few weeks regarding COVID-19 vaccines, from the Andrew Bridgen affair and questions in the House of Commons regarding the unusually high seasonal death rates, to the publicity that came with no vax. Djokovic winning the Australian Open, to the sudden collapse of Thailand's Princess Bajrakitiyaba. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. I'm afraid I've never heard it spoken out loud before, so I do not know. But she is the daughter of the king. And as a result, there's been this probably fabricated story that Thailand is nullifying its Pfizer contracts. With all of that in mind, the powers that be and I'm still not sure who the powers that be actually are, seem to have lost control of the narrative. The take-up of boosters was low, and there's now widespread doubt amongst those who had the vaccine that they did the right thing, while there is both pride and vindication amongst those who didn't. And in a world awash with both censorship on one side and misinformation on the other, which is worse, there's another thing I'm not sure about, it's difficult to know who or what to believe. We do, however, have price. There is a truth to price. Price, like the truth, can change every day, many times per day. But the price of something, or should I say the price of a publicly traded asset, reflects all the available information about that asset at any given moment. In that respect, there is a truth to price. The price of Brent crude oil, currently $84, reflects all the available information there is about current and future oil supply, current and future demand, current and future government policy, net zero, global risk appetite and more. All the information, opinion, research, the truths, the half-truths, the lies, the ideals, the realities, everything is distilled into those two digits, $84. And so today, with all this in mind, I thought it would be informative to ask, how are the vaccine stocks doing? How they're doing might tell us about the vaccine narrative itself. Now, the main vaccine stocks are Pfizer. uh, And although it's not a pure play because its share price is determined by the success or failure of its many products and patents, it did bring the world's most famous and controversial vaccine to market. There's biotechnology company BioNTech, which teamed with Pfizer to produce its vaccine, can be seen as much more of a vaccine bellwether stock because it's more of a pure play. And its messenger RNA technology was critical to the Pfizer vaccine. There's Moderna, which has the ticker symbol MRNA, (laughs) on-brand ticker. Moderna was quick in the wake of Pfizer and BioNTech to win uh, a US-EUA for its vaccine. And unlike Pfizer and BioNTech, it doesn't have to split profits. It's also 
it's a pure play and it's a good bellwether. Johnson & Johnson, but they sold their vaccine at cost during the pandemic and it's also diversified with all its numerous other products. So we can probably discount it as a vaccine bellwether, but we include it on the list as it's a key player. Likewise, AstraZeneca, it was an early winner in the vaccine race, but then it got embroiled in disputes with the European Union. Um, like Johnson & Johnson, it is also heavily diversified with other products and it also initially delivered the vaccines at cost. So again, it's not a pure play. There's the lesser-known Znovavax, whose product is not as widespread as the others. There's Ocugen, also not very well known. It's partnered with um, an Indian drug company, Barrett Biotech, and has a vaccine authorised in India. And finally, there's Vaxart, Vaxart uh, which is developing an oral vaccination tablet. Who thinks of the names of these companies? Vaxart. And so at this stage of writing the article... I hadn't looked at a single chart of a Vaxco, so I don't know what I'm about to discover. But I'm going to post four-year charts, i.e. going back a year before COVID, along with a 200-day moving average in green to help identify primary trends. And we're going to start with Pfizer. And it had a great run from 2020, from the low 30s up to a high um, at the end of 2021 uh, above $58.00. But since early December of 2022, so for about a month or more, it has been falling like a stone. It's not seen any of the rally that accompanied the broader stock market since Christmas. It is below its 200-day moving average and it is trending down. It's now at $43, so it's above its October low and well above its pre-COVID price in the low to mid-30s. So all isn't lost. But I have to say, I don't like the look of that short chart at all and I'm pretty sure its handle will no longer be a four but a three before long. Next we have BioNTech and that's it's just got the most classic pop and drop pattern. It could easily be the chart of some cryptocurrency or junior miner. $140 it's 70% down from its $460 high. It's in a downtrend. There's support at $120 but it's still three or four times higher than it was before COVID. God, I wish I'd known about that stock in 2020. Moderna is next, and like BioNTech, it, it, which is the other sort of pure vax play, it's another pop and drop. Cynics would call that a pump and dump. It was a $25 stock in 2020. It went to $500. How fortunes can change. Now it's $175, 65% off its highs, but it is above its 200-day moving average, and the shorter... You've got to say the shorter-term trend is down... But gosh, these Vaxco stocks are volatile. They're as volatile as crypto, but I don't see the FCA warning against them or indeed banning them. Johnson & Johnson is next. Like Pfizer, it's not a pure play, um, but it's done a real double top, so I'd be a bit worried about that chart. It's come down hard this year. It hasn't seen any of the rally that the broader stock market's seen. What does the market know that I don't? It's below its 200-day moving average. It's trending lower there's a low around 160. You want to see that holding, if not the low, actually probably about 158. And then there's another low, maybe 152. You want to see those lows holding. Otherwise, this stock has got problems. But to be fair to Johnson & Johnson and not wanting to get too sensationalist, it has previous when it comes to spiky up and down action. And if you look at the action in early 2022, you'll see what I mean. And so to AstraZeneca, and this too could be displaying the worrying 
early 2023 chart sickness of the vaccine major. It's not as bad as the other two, though. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say it's a standard pullback to its 200-day moving average, which is rising amidst an ongoing secular bull market. Pre-COVID, it was about £7. Now it's about 45% up on the back of the pandemic. If they've banned cryptocurrencies, why the FCA hasn't banned speculating in the likes of Novavax, I cannot understand. Where is the consistency? Surely that's all we want from our regulators. In any case, Novavax is one brutal chart and it's back where it was before COVID. It was a $3 stock at the beginning of 2020. It went to $330. 100 bagger. Somebody made a lot of money. Nancy Pelosi is my guest, or maybe that Fauci bloke. For the avoidance of legal doubt, I'm joking. Now it's a $10 stock. There's a 97% drop. Somebody lost a lot of money. And if you go back and look at a chart of Novavax since its IPO in 1995, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Just these rises up and then these collapses. Talk about hype cycles. Fortunes have been made and lost in this company over and over. Remind me to buy it in about a year's time at $5. It'll be $150 or $300 a couple of years after that. And then remind me to sell it. Next, we have Ocugen, Ocugen, however you pronounce it. And that's another one from a buck to 18 bucks back to a buck. I need to get it more into biotech. It's extraordinary. And finally, VaxArt, which is developing an oral vaccination tablet. And I almost don't need to post it. You know what's coming. It went from below a dollar to $25 back to a dollar. And it's trending lower. So what can we learn from all this? One, vaccines are dead in the water. The vaccine stocks are telling you that vaccines have gone as a thing. And two, there might be something nasty lurking in the pipeline for Pfizer and perhaps even Johnson & Johnson. My guess is something legal. Thank you very much for listening. Please tell your friends about this wonderful substack, this podcast, these articles, uh, and I'll be back with um, more articles very soon. Goodbye. Oh, and make your number one resolution for next week to listen to Kisses on a Postcard. If you're buying Bitcoin, be sure to read my special report. And if you're buying gold, my current recommended bullion dealer in the UK is the Pure Gold Company. I've put a link to them in the article. Uh, If you buy gold from them, make sure you tell them I sent you.